Today at Real Ghost Stories Online, was it a rancher out for a midnight stroll or was it a ghost? This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That is the question. If you have a ghost story, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. Uh, so, yeah, I like to go out for walks at night sometimes, or at least I used to before I had children and there was the danger of being abducted or struck by a vehicle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now it's kind of like I'm just going to stay inside my house for a long time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing to see someone out late at night for a stroll. Do you ever wonder that when you're kind of out there sometimes and if there's somebody not on a sidewalk, just kind of walking side of the road out in the country you ever see it yeah yeah and especially when they don't have any reflective clothing on yeah. and stuff like that it's yeah like, what are you doing you know maybe maybe nobody else is coming down this road but i've got really bad eyesight at night so you're just a moving target that i can't even see yeah it's like you're really setting yourself up to get killed and sometimes i wonder maybe that's their goal i'm really not quite sure oh there was one uh not long ago over in my area it was always driving home because i'm kind of out in the country and it was just it was out in the middle of nowhere. The person looked very disheveled, um, but I didn't know where they had come from either because there was like no cars on the side of the road. They were just walking out like, and they were out. Like there wasn't anything nearby. It's probably like 11 o'clock at night. And I wasn't about to stop, but it did run through my mind. Was that a ghost or what did I just see? Ah, ghost or meth head? That's the question. <laughs> They kind of fall into the same category. Because huh? it's kind of zombie-like sometimes, and you really don't know. They just need the arms out and to be like, Ugh, and you'd still be like, ghost or meth head? Not quite right. sure. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our uh, story here today. It says, hey, guys, love the show. I listened to your podcast last night and caught the episode about F.E. Warren Air Force Base in Cheyenne. I was amazed at hearing this since I was stationed there from 97 to 09 and have several paranormal experiences of my own. My first one took place in 97, the month of December. The dormitory I was living in was a large two-story U-shaped brick building that was built in the late 1800s to house Calvary soldiers to protect railroad rail, uh, railroad workers. I was saying railroad workers. I used to mess up my W's a lot. I think you actually are the one that helped me break that in. Uh, I in didn't air, know that really? in air checking. Yeah, I listened to like tapes of me when I was uh, before working in radio, and I'd put the W in weird places. And then you started working with me air checking, and I think that's what broke me of a speech impediment, quite honestly. <laughs> and I and I made no money off that speech therapist, Todd Michael. You really, nothing. you were, you were uh, to protect railroad workers from Indian attacks. My room was on the second floor directly across from a door that led to the stairwell, and it was normal to hear foot traffic going up and down the stairs through all hours of the day. Since it was December, most of the other personnel living in the dorm were away on leave since it was the holiday season, leaving the dorm rather quiet. At the time, I was a young 19-year-old airman who worked maintenance on the ICBM missiles in what is known as the missile field. I'll explain this a little more in a bit. I had just finished up a 16-hour work shift in the missile field and got back to my room. It was about 11 at night, and I wanted nothing more than to shower and jump into bed since I had another day of work ahead of me. Having just climbed into bed and closed my eyes, I was startled by the sounds of someone running down the hallway, followed by the stairwell door opening and then slamming shut. I thought nothing of it, closed my eyes to get some sleep. Roughly two minutes later, I heard the same noise in the hallway. The sounds of running footsteps, followed by the stairwell door opening and slamming shut. 
I shrugged it off as probably one of the other guys having some sort of drunken race around the dorm to pass the time away. Since in the winters in Wyoming, there's not a whole lot to do. It wasn't until it happened for a third time that I started to get annoyed. Exhausted, I stumbled out of my bed, opened my door, and waited for whomever it was to come running by again. After a couple of minutes, I could hear the heavy running footsteps in the hallway next to mine. Since it was a U-shaped building, I still couldn't see who it was just yet and waited for them to come barreling around the corner so I could tell them to knock it off. The sounds got closer and finally it sounded like someone was running down my hall and coming towards me. Unfortunately, there was nothing to see, only what sounded like a large group of people running down the hall. I stood in the doorway to my room, afraid to move as the sound kept getting closer to my location. The loud thumping on the floor got louder and louder and actually started to shake the door frame to my bedroom. Within seconds, the sound blew past me and all of a sudden the door to the stairwell flew open as if someone shoved their entire body weight into it, causing it to slam hard against the wall and then it flew shut with a loud bang. Needless to say, I was scared shitless, so I immediately closed and locked my door and jumped back in bed and pulled the covers over my head as a little kid would. This happened several more times throughout my stay in that dorm until I moved out early in the spring of 1998. My second experience didn't happen on F.E. Warren, but happened in the missile field. As a maintenance technician, I would be required to drive several hours away from the base to do maintenance on this remote missile silo throughout Wyoming, Nebraska, and northern Colorado. It was the summer of 99, and one of my work co-workers and I were driving back late one night. We happened to be driving on a gravel road in northern Colorado that was known as the Grover Express and wanted nothing more than to get home and get some rest. There happened to be a full moon that night which illuminated the area and allowed us to see a great distance all around us. There were no trees, only open prairie, and the occasional rocky bluff. We were driving a large truck that had some electrical issues as the headlights would turn off from time to time, but was easily remediated by giving the dashboard a good hard smack with a fist. As we drove down this desolate dirt road, my friend motioned to me to look up in front about a quarter of a mile where there appeared to be someone walking on the side of the road. Through this was really odd, or though this was really odd because we were in the middle of nowhere late at night. As we pulled up to the walking individual, my friend rolled down his window, called out to the person to make sure that they were okay or if they needed a ride. The person appeared to be an older man wearing coveralls and a cowboy hat. The man just looked at us and without saying a word, waved and continued walking down the side of the road. Assuming it was just a rancher, but out for a midnight stroll, my friend rolled up his window, started to speed up when all of a sudden the headlights went out again. My friend slammed his fist into the dashboard to turn them back on. And as they did, the man walking on the side of the dirt road was now right in front of us. He slammed on the brakes and the truck slid onto the gravel road, unable to get any traction. Everything happened so fast, and by the time the truck came to a halt, we both jumped out and went to see if we could find the old man we thought we had hit. We looked everywhere around the truck and off the side of the road, but we could not find any trace of the guy. We checked the front of the truck, and there was no indication that we had even hit anything. After several minutes of looking around, we gave each other a nervous look and got back into the truck. It hightailed it back to the base. We didn't talk at all on the way home, unsure of what had happened. We didn't tell anyone of this until we overheard some other maintenance guys talking about seeing a guy walking out on the Grover Express late at night, only to disappear into thin air as they pulled up next to him. So we filled him in on our experience. 
I don't know what it is about that area of the country, but the number of paranormal experiences people have had on F.E. Warren definitely leads me to believe it's haunted. All right, and again, another time about the lady in black at the Bay Cemetery and the screams that would come out of the abandoned building that was off limits to everyone. Thanks for reading my story. Love the show. Thoughts on that? That sounds like it was a ghost. I mean, uh, obviously, if that person was right in front of them and they, quote unquote, slammed into them, there would have been a body someplace. You'd there would think, have been blood yeah. someplace. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I, I think this person's right. Like that part of the country, like somewhat out in the middle of nowhere, you throw in probably the angst and energy of, of, of a base like that. I bet there's just got to be tons of that kind of stuff that happens a lot with military situations. Definitely. I mean, I think, I mean, you hear a lot of stories of like military housing being haunted. That's somewhat common. Um, I mean, just there, there's so much emotion, you know, at, at one's life. If you're in that, uh, that sort of lifestyle and that sort of situation of tenseness, you know, anxiety, everything. And, and not just those that are, are serving, but the families and all of that in, in those positions. Um, and, you know, in war times and such, and you hear, you know, you get bad news uh, and there's just a lot that, you know, I think is absorbed into those places. Yeah, definitely. But very uh, interesting story. Thank you for uh, for sharing that with us. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh, hey, if you got a ghost story, tell it to us at realghoststoriesonline.com. You can write it in or call 855-853-4802. You want a commercial free experience of the show? Then get the premium option on Apple Podcasts. Try it for three days free. Patreon.com slash real ghost stories or ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, for Todd, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.